Sports with the Wise Man. Episode 8. I'm excited. What a weekend. I'm still trying to... I don't even know what I'm trying to do. I'm trying to calculate what's happening. It was so fast. It was so much. Oh, boy. What? Uh, that, that's, that must be the best NFL weekend in playoff history. And we got a lot of stuff to talk about Tuesday night. We have the Bengals. We have the Titans. We have the Packers screwing it up like the Cowboys. We have the Buccaneers. We got the Chiefs Bills, obviously. We got the Giants. We got everything you want. We're going to try to squeeze it in, because get ready, get set, all on Sports with the Wise Man. Okay, wow. What a weekend. I'm excited. I don't know about you. Let's get right to it on the dot. You know, first of all, I'm trying to calculate what happened in the last, on Saturday night, and Sunday night, because I cannot get it through my head. I just cannot. It's so, it was crazy, honestly. It, that's probably the best NFL weekend in history, and that may be the best sports weekend in history. So much interesting stuff happening from Aaron Rodgers, from the Bengals, first of all, my bad. The Bengals winning a playoff game for the first time in what was it? No. The Bengals advancing to the AFC Sorry about that. AFC Conference Finals for the first time in like 30, I don't even know how long ago. And, wow, that was crazy. You know, that it's always good to see a young team like the Bengals getting far. Seeing the Packers screw it up every year. And, oh, my God, who saw that coming? A special team's demise in front of your eyes. I'll tell you that. I saw punt blocks and blocked field goals. Uh, they were they were horrible. They looked they were worse than the Lions special teams. They were absolutely garbage. The thirteen and four Packers, I think their record was, but they were so bad. Aaron Rodgers, come on, this is eventually it comes down to him. And I know this game specifically won't go down to him a hundred percent, but we'll get all to that in a few moments. And by the way, also getting to the goat being over, no more. Tom Brady, don't worry about him. And the Chiefs having their hot rise and Josh Allen throwing, showing some potential. Oh, we got a lot of stuff. We're going to start off with the Bengals. The Bengals. It was Saturday night. I came on to the game towards the end, actually, for obvious purposes and reasons, if you know what I mean. I go on. I see Ryan Tannehill throw it to A.J. Brown for a beautiful touchdown. And when I say beautiful, I mean Beautiful touchdown right there. What a throw and a perfect one-handed catch against the chest. Oh, that was exciting, honestly. But then I go back and have to watch the highlights and watch some more stuff on the game. You know, if I'm going to analyze this game, i got to talk to you. Ryan Tannehill, as Evan Roberts predicted last week it was, a week from tonight actually, he doesn't believe Ryan. The, the Titans count too much on Ryan Tannehill, and look what happened. First of all, as I've been saying all year, running backs are promos, quarterbacks are championships. The Titans with the superstar Derrick Henry, and yes, I know he was coming out of an injury. I know he wasn't so good. But look how far these running backs get you. They don't get you anywhere. And look what happened. Ryan Tannehill screwed it all up, 
throwing dumb picks in dumb moments. I didn't know they had a first down and goal in the third quarter. Nobody ever told me about that. I came on too late onto the game. I didn't know the Titans were down in Bengals territory. And Ryan Tannehill threw a dumb throw, which was deflected and picked off. And the crazy thing is, we always talk about how the offensive line is important, and it is. But the Bengals' offensive line was absolute garbage. Joe Burrow, your quarterback, number nine, got sacked nine times. A quarterback, unless if his number is number four or something, should never be getting sacked by the number of his jersey, especially when he's over number seven on the jersey list. And Joe Burrow's number nine. And he got sacked nine consecutive times. The guy was banged up like a baseball getting hit by bats. Left and right, those Titans defenders. Imagine getting hit by a two. You guys don't realize. And none of us could truly realize, except for the player himself, getting banged up by 300-pound monsters on the field. Oh, it can be bad. Oh, it can be dark. But then the Bengals get the ball after Ryan Tannehill had a dumb throw. The receiver did not play so well on the play. Eli Apple, the former giant mescaroo mess-up, horrible player, which now is doing... Great. He was also horrible on the Saints, I'm pretty sure. Not as bad as he was on the Giants. Doing great on the Bengals right now with an amazing deflected pass for the pick, which ultimately led to the winning of the game. As Joe Burrow and Jamar Chase continue to be an amazing connection, Joe Burrow finds Jamar Chase for like a 20-yard play, which, by the way, Jamar Chase had an amazing game. A great, great, solid game. Flat out. Breaking tackles fast. Oh, boy. And, yes, and then they get the iconic field goal with McPherson. And the Bengals win it. The Bengals will be in the AFC Championship this Sunday. Now, do I think they'll have even a glimmer of hope against the Kansas City Chiefs? Hell no. No way. I've been saying, oh, yeah, the Chiefs will get to the Super Bowl. No doubt about that one. They are by far the most advanced team in the AFC. It's not even a question. But we'll get into the Chiefs soon. Now that we got the Bengals and Titans game out of the way. You know, okay, Bengals-Titans game. Like, who cares about the Bengals and Titans when you got the Packers at 49ers at 8-15? Who cares? With Joe Buck announcing and Troy Aikman. Even though they should have been announcing the Rams-Buccaneers game, honestly. And then you see the ultimate demise of Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers, which are supposed to be... According to most NFL analysts in the Super Bowl, most NFL betters in the Super Bowl, and maybe even probably the Super Bowl winning team. But they didn't. And that sucks if you're a Packers fan. Oh, it must suck. And oh my God, that was such an upset. And the thing which is funny is Jimmy G didn't do a thing. Now, I won't say, okay, I shouldn't be saying doing a thing, because he won. He, okay, my bad. When? I take that back totally right now. Jimmy G didn't do a thing until it mattered. On the last drive of the game, Jimmy G drove down the field and won the game. And yes, that's a little more than a thing. But if the Packers just had a normal punt and even a fraction of a better of a special teams, which wasn't as embarrassing as they were, maybe, not maybe, they would win. They would just win the game. Come on. If they don't get a punt block, if the 49ers don't block, the Packers on that punt. The game is over. The Niners didn't even have a chance of driving down the field. Did you see that offense? They were atrocious until the final drive. George Kittle was dropping balls like Toledo's. And I know I love saying that word. Another player on them. Uh, well, who was it? Jennings. He dropped a big play. 
On the same drive, Garoppolo threw two beautiful passes, and I'm not saying Garoppolo had a good game, because he was rolling down to the red zone, rolling at the 49ers, went down to the Packers 20-yard line, Garoppolo gets out of a sack, gets out another, rolls to the right, and throws a pick in a dumb fashion way that only Jimmy Garoppolo could throw in the playoffs when people think he's great. Honestly. And... Aaron Rodgers, come on. And yes, ultimately the game comes down to the special teams. But maybe, just maybe, if you would score another touchdown. After looking like what they did on the first drive. Because I saw that first drive from Green Bay. They drove down the field like it was nothing. They drove down the field like it was literally tiny. Tinier than myself. They were just driving down quickly, play after play, like it was 50 yards instead of 100 yards. Running down, Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams continuing to be the Aaron Rodgers and Devontae Adams as we know them as. And they got seven quick points like there was a snap out of nowhere, honestly. Oh my God. And then the Aaron Rodgers offense turned into comedy. You know, seven points. After your team scores, let's say, 30 points again, and, oh, my God, Aaron Rodgers. You know, you're never going to—Aaron Rodgers actually one time acted as a cowboy. I think it was in the beginning of the 2010 season. I think it was the year they won the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers was, like, dressing up as a cowboy, and I think he likes, like, acting as a cowboy. Well, guess what? He acted as a cowboy last night, but not just any cowboy. The Dallas Cowboys, because what do the Dallas Cowboys do every year, as we always discuss? They always lose in the playoffs. And speaking of always losing in the playoffs, let's get right down to our new cowboy, Aaron Rodgers. The new Jerry Jones has came into town himself. Let's go through each season, shall we? They won in 2010. The funny thing is, in 2010, 2010, whatever, 2010 was the worst team they've had in the last 10 years, and that's the year they won the Super Bowl. Out of all years, they won in 2010 when they did not have their best team because I'll go to the next year, 2011, when they went 15-1 and and they lost to the 9-7 and New York Giants in the divisional. Yeah, that's a, already one better team. 2012, they got beaten by Colin Kaepernick running on them. Like a pancake, honestly. 2013, I don't even know what happened to them. 2014, oh, we all know what happened in 2014. What happened in 2014? Packers, Seahawks. Packers up by 15, I think it was, or five minutes ago. Seahawks come back on an embarrassing onside kick. And the Packers totally embarrassingly fumbled the football on that play. Embarrassingly, I repeat. Sorry about that. Embarrassing. And then the Seahawks came back in overtime and won the game. That's another season. 2015, I'm not sure what happened. 2016, they made the playoffs and got completely whooped by the Atlanta Falcons. And when I say whooped, I mean to the pinpoint. Oh, God, they looked horrible. 2017, 18, whatever. 19, they go to the playoffs again. They lose to the 49ers. Guess how much time Jimmy Garoppolo threw in that game, if you heard last week? Seven times. Seven. It was it was Raheem most. You don't lose to a team when they only run the ball. That's your championship. You got to have some defense to you. But no. And then move on to 2020. Last year when they were supposed to be amazing. What happened to them? Buccaneers beat them. And yes, the Buccaneers weren't that good last year. I'm sorry to break it to you. And Aaron Rodgers should have won that game. But what do they do? The Packers always find a way to lose in the NFL playoffs every year. Oh, God almighty. Now this year. This year. Out of all things, you couldn't have come up with something better. Maybe lose by... Maybe lose by, like, a game-winning overtime touchdown like the Bills. I mean, get maybe lose, yeah, like the Bills. You had to lose by a field goal, not just any field goal. It wasn't like, okay, like, even the 
Bengals, uh, Bengals Titans would have been something, 1916, even though that was very low scoring. They got to lose 13 to 10. 13 to 10. It couldn't have been 26 to 23. 32 to 29. Who knows what it could have been? 13 to 10? 10 points? This isn't the XFL. This is the NFL. You're not 4 and 13 like the New York Giants. You're 13 and 4 like the Green Bay Packers. And you're losing 13 and 10 to the San Francisco 49ers? Come on, man. Okay. Let's get out of the Packers. Buccaneers. Oh, you know I'm excited. This one is just a drum roll, honestly, because we're all happy. Let's get it right there. You know, as I always like to do, let's just do a countdown. 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. The goat is toast. Okay. Tom Brady is done. It is exciting. Let's get the fans cheering on this one, honestly. The NFL has finally won. Tom Brady's out. Okay, we're all excited because you know what? Tom Brady's out, out of the playoffs, and probably out for the rest of his career. And we are all excited. Go let him get into the Hall of Fame. Go let him get a few claps. Go let them, oh, yeah, he got in the Hall of Fame. Yes, we know he's the go, whatever, whatever. I'm not even sure about it. We'll get, we'll get into Tom Brady being the go another day. He did whatever he had to do. One minute, ten Super Bowls, whatever. But he's gone. <laughs> oh, my God. He is gone. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, Tom Brady's gone once and for all. If you're the New York Jets, if you're the Miami Dolphins, if you're the Buffalo Bills, if you're any team in the AFC, if you're any team in the NFC, if you're any team in the entire NFL or in all of sports, you don't have to worry about Brady winning another Super Bowl, making another Super Bowl. It's over. He's done. No more Brady in the Super Bowl. Enjoy it. And now, as we're talking about Brady not being there anymore, Let's get into the game. You got Rams Buccaneers on a Sunday afternoon. What was it? It was 3.05, I think it was. I actually came on for like a minute, so I saw the first two plays. But, okay. Buccaneers get two quick first downs, and that is as far as it went. Opening drive, yeah, as I just said. Buccaneers got like two first downs, and that's as far as it went against the Rams defense. Because, you know, they scored Aster. Three points, three points in the rest of the first half. And what do the Rams do? The Rams do what I said they were the entire season. Because if you go back to episode three... The wise man, slash me, said Rams will win it all. Now, I'm a little nervous about winning it all, but I definitely know my Rams, which I said back in week nine, was it? Or, yeah, thank you, Packers, Cowboys, blah, blah, blah. Rams will make it to the Super Bowl because they're playing the San Francisco 49ers. No, they're not the Green Bay Packers. They're the LA Rams. They will make the Super Bowl. We'll worry about if they'll win it against the Kansas City Chiefs. We'll talk about that after. Fact is, Rams score seven. 14, 21, you name everyone. They go to 21 to 3, I think it was. Oh, 20 to 3. With the Rams go down the field, then I didn't know this. I was in school. Okay. Rams go down the field. Cam Akers at the five-yard line. Akers driving into the end zone. Fumbles the football. Buccaneers will have the ball. 
And that's as far as the win. And if he gets that touchdown, the Rams won it easy because they get they uh, potentially they get another touchdown to win. So instead of twenty seven three, it's thirty four to three, and the game's over. Even with the Buccaneers' magical spell at the end. But no, it couldn't happen like that. We all had to panic. And oh, we had to pee in our pants and get all nervous. Oh my God. Oh boy. Oh boy. Brady's doing it again. Oh no. Not 28-3. 27-3. Who cares? And he's doing it all over again. Oh, it would have been a nightmare. But thank God God had mercy on us. Somehow. But we still panicked. Because <laughs> it's 20 27-3. What could happen? It's Brady though. But you know, Brady's old, as I was saying in my very wise brain, which for the first time was even a little wrong, but I was right about the Buccaneers. Okay. Score, touchdown, field goal, whatever. 27-13. Buccaneers turn over the ball. That's the game. Ten minutes in the fourth quarter, Buccaneers turn over the ball. What happens next? Oh, you could bet what happens next. What else would happen next? Why would anything else happen next? Besides for the Rams having a total miscommunication. The snap went off. So uh, Matthew Stafford was calling the play. They couldn't hear a thing. And the guy, the snapper snapped the ball. Matthew Stafford didn't see it. It went way over his head. And it was a fumble, and the Buccaneers had it. And the game continued. But the Buccaneers didn't score. Went down to fourth down on a few other drives later. So we'll skip another five minutes. Five minutes left of the game. But, uh, Rams, Buccaneers, Rams are up 27-13. Buccaneers fourth down. They don't get it. Rams stop them. Game over, right? No, because the Buccaneers have all three timeouts. Okay, whatever. Fine, they'll use all the timeouts. They'll still won't. They, that means they won't win. Rams have the ball. They get three and out, but the Buccaneers also have three and out on all their timeouts, and now they are timeoutless. Buccaneers have the ball, and Brady has a beautiful 54 pass yard. I don't know how much. 55-yard passing touchdown to Mike Evans, who beat Jalen Ramsey on the play. 27-20. But, but the Buccaneers don't have any timeouts. First down, whatever they run. Now, you would think they have to play regular offense because this is Brady. Just get a first down, it's over. One first down, it's over because Buccaneers are timeout list, as I said. What happens? They hand it off to, oh, the same guy that fumbled in the first half, which actually if he got that touchdown would have won the game. Cam Akers, second and seven, fumbles the football. Fumbles the football. You don't fumble the football against Brady. This isn't your own Bettis. We're not going to fumble the football at the one-yard line to almost lose the game when Ben Roethlisberger holds on the guy's shoelace. No. I'm joking. Yes, we do fumble, and unfortunately, the Buccaneers get the ball back. Out of all people, you have to fumble against Tom Brady, the guy which is literally known for comebacks in a big game. Oh, my God, I'm going to have a heart attack over here, which I did over there because I see a kid run down. Oh, my God, they fumbled. The Rams fumbled. I'm like, yes, yeah, stop. Stop it. Don't give me garbage. And then I find out they fumbled. Oh, God, holy cow. Buccaneers have the ball. Goes down to fourth down and one. Hand off to a Fournette. He's in for the touchdown. What a shocker. And we're tied at 27. Rams have the ball with 46 seconds. And right now, I'm going to tear the Buccaneers up to pieces. Todd Bowles. There's a reason why you're not a head coach in the NFL anymore. You're an absolutely great defensive coordinator, but the good head coaches don't make the stupid mistakes in the fourth quarter when it matters. You don't make a stupid mistake in the most important time because then you shouldn't be a head coach in the beginning. You can't even make that. If you can't even not make those mistakes when you're offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, why should I believe you won't make those mistakes when you're the head coach? And that's exactly what Todd Bowles...
perfected on Sunday when he did a blitz, full-on blitz. When the Rams had one timeout at the 50-yard line, you do a blitz. No safeties in the – there's like one safety. Whitfield, his name was 31. You don't think Cooper Cup's going to outrun him? Cooper Cup, we're talking about the top three receiver in the NFL. And that's exactly what happened. Cooper Cup runs down the field, touchdown. I mean, not touchdown, excuse me, what am I saying? They get the ball to 10, field goal, game over, and bye-bye to the GOAT. You know, honestly, I want to give a tribute to the GOAT. I want to give, yeah, we'll do that later. My bad. Okay. Let's get, okay, continue. Moving on to the Chiefs-Bills game. I saw that game from the third quarter and on, and then I saw the highlights. Don't worry, I caught up all the pieces of that game. You know, I'm just going to describe the game like this. It was a Madden game. It was a Madden game. That's all it was. Madden. Madden NFL, because I play Madden with my brother, and we get down to 25 points in the last two minutes. Two minutes. Not even. One minute and 54 seconds. Even better. One minute and 54 seconds. 25 points combined by both teams. Oh, my God. The NFL is getting more modern. I think it's going to turn into Madden. That was a Madden game. Tyree Kill is an X-Factor of Madden, if you know what I mean. And that game was unbelievable. Back and forth. That, must be, that may be the most best offensive playoff game in NFL history. Most entertaining, at least. You know, in the Kansas City TV places, it was, 90, it was being played ear on. 90% of Kansas City's people who were watching TV were watching the Chiefs game. That is, I have never seen that. Never. I don't think any of us have seen that much. And probably similar stats in the Buffalo place. Okay. That's a crazy game. First of all, both quarterbacks, by the way, as I always say, running backs are promos, quarterbacks are championships. Well, guess what? Josh Allen and Patrick Mahomes had more rushing yards than their running backs. What a shocker. Because quarterbacks win championships. Running backs don't do anything these days. Okay, that I'm joking. That's a joke. Don't worry about that. Okay. It is an amazing game. And my only issue is, what the hell were the Bills doing in the last 13 seconds? You get the touchdown perfect. You're about to kick Kansas City off. What else could get better? Andy Reid, Mahomes, and Hill. All the great players are going home. You're about to be by yourself in the AFC with the Bengals. They're nothing in the way. You're about to, basically, this was the AFC Championship. And you screwed it up, Buffalo. You screwed it up. Your defensive coordinator, Frazier, Leslie Frazier, something like that, screwed it up. He's, so basically... Last week, the Cowboys, I mean, the 49ers were up by the Cowboys game, and the Cowboys were just getting 10 yards at a time when they had 40 seconds left to try to tie the game. And the 49ers defense was not covering out of bounds, so the Cowboys were just getting 10 yards and going out of bounds, and they were just climbing down the field. This was the exact opposite. The Bills defense was only covering out of bounds. Why would you cover out of bounds when the Chiefs either way have three timeouts. It didn't make any logical sense to me anyway. You gotta have someone on time to kill in the middle of the field. The whole middle of the field was empty. Both plays. You know, I want you to hear both of these plays right now. Listen very, very wait one second. Listen in very, very closely to this play. They did it from the middle, Hill gets twenty yards. That's six seconds. Eight seconds. Mahomes, wide open. Only 
And that is embarrassing. Okay, we're going to start wrapping it up. And then the Chiefs, obviously, who you know whoever is going to win the coin toss is going to get the... Uh, was going to win the game, obviously. And Gabriel Davis, by the way, played unbelievable. Josh Allen, his arm strength is ma magnifyingly insane. Now we're going to move on to our last subject, the Giants head coaching job. You know, I'm not doing Brian Dable. I do not want to do Brian Dable, honestly. You know, Brian Dable's probably the most likely candidate because they got, by the way, I never got to say they got their general manager, but we can't really say much about their general manager until it actually happens. But... I just want to look at Brian Dable. Okay. Brian Dable was an offensive coordinator for the Browns. Fired. Miami Dolphins offensive coordinator 2011. Fired. Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator. He was the Kansas City Chiefs offensive coordinator in 2012. And guess who came in after? After Because his head coach was fired. But then after Andy Reid came in. And guess who fired Brian Dable? Andy Reid. And I, I trust Andy Reid. And if Andy Reid fires Brian Dable, that means he's not such a good offensive coordinator. Until he got Josh Allen, he was not good. So I, I'm not sure if I believe in Brian Dable. I, I'm going with Brian Flores. And, okay, we're going to start wrapping it up here. Okay, so, yeah, that was the NFL playoffs, honestly. What a crazy week. I'm still in shock. I'm happy that the GOAT isn't here anymore. And we don't have to worry about him. So, don't worry about him anymore. And... We're going to wrap it up. On a Tuesday night. What an exciting weekend. We got the NFC and AFC Championship coming up. Get ready. Let me know your predictions in the comment section. All on Sports with the Wise Men. Bye-bye. Good night.